Welcome to the Gym Lords Podcast, where we talk to real gym owners and share their stories, their trials, and what's working for them right now. To apply to be a guest on this podcast, click the link in the description. Hope you enjoy and subscribe. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Gym Lords Podcast. I'll be your host today. My name is Hannah, and joining us on the show is Miguel, owner of F45 in Western Florida. Welcome to the show, Miguel. How are you today? Hello, Hannah. I'm great. How are you? I'm awesome. I'm super excited to speak with you today um, and dive into the business. But before we do that, tell us about what made you want to open that 45 in the first place. Well, um, about seven years ago, I was having issues with my weight, uh, staying motivated to, to lose weight and, and be fit. And just when I was about to give up, I met this uh, coach across the road from my office and I was having coffee and she handed uh, over a flyer uh, inviting me to, to the 45 studios. I went there and I found that it was nothing like the traditional gyms I used to visit or personal trainers that I used to coach me. Mm-hmm. It was a combination of two and fun. Um, they kept me so motivated that I, from going to, to the gym the three times a week, I ended up going six, seven times a week sometimes twice a day and I liked so much I like the community the they say the motivation the exercises are amazing and and me and my wife um, decided to change uh, career paths and jump into the four or five franchise we wanted to start one in Australia but it was packed my wife is Australian mm-hmm. There were not any more franchises, so um, there was an opportunity over here in Florida, and um, packed, and we moved to Florida. Wow, that's awesome! Where were you living before you moved to Florida? Sydney. We were living in Sydney. Oh, wow! Oh my gosh, that's a huge move. Yeah, it's a big move. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a testament to how much you loved F forty five then, for sure. So, first, people who don't know, tell us about F forty five. How do you describe the workout and the classes and the whole experience? Well, F45 stands for functional uh, trainings in 45 minutes. It's a group sessions with uh, personal trainers in a group environment. We uh, move around a circuit uh, in groups of three or four uh, in what they call stations. Stations are spots around the studio with different pieces of equipment. Uh, you and your group uh, perform the same exercise in that station until you complete uh, all the circuit. In a circuit, you can find anything between 9 to 27 uh, different exercises. And the workouts change every day. Uh, the workouts are the same all around the world and on the studios that are around the world. There are about 3,000 studios. And whether you talk to a friend that you have in Texas or here in Florida, you'll be doing exactly the same workout, which makes it a lot of fun. Yeah, that is awesome. That's also what I love about a 45. It's always, you know, different day to day, but you're always getting like the same experience. Um, it's predictable and it's a great workout. Um, but yes. I'm curious, what were, you, what were you and your wife doing before you decided to start a 45? What were, I don't understand. Can you repeat that question? Yeah, like what were your career paths before you decided oh. to move into, into the franchise owning? Okay. My wife is a radiotherapist, which okay. treats cancer. And uh, I was um, a banker. I used to uh, work in projects creating financial products. Okay, nice. So that, that probably helps a little bit in the business too then, having that financial side. 
no, not really. It's funny because my wife is in charge of all the finances. I don't do any of the finances. I like more the interaction with people, making friends, having fun. Yeah. Uh, I stopped working as soon as we opened an F45. Uh, it's, it, every day is fun. Every day uh, I meet new people. Every day I get to um, make stronger relationship with uh, the friends at the studio. Everyone is friendly. We are all friends at, uh, at the studio where we are. That's awesome. Yeah, I love to hear that you're building a strong community there. Um, so how do you get people in the door? How do you get people interested in, in your location and find new members? Well, at the beginning it was a bit hard because we're in a very secluded corner here in, in Western, in Florida. So uh, it was a bit tricky. Word of mouth was the best, uh, the best thing that uh, happened to us. First, it was a small group. I think that the first month we had something around, I don't know, 20, 30 people, very small classes. Mm-hmm. But slowly the, the group started growing. Uh, and as I say, for us, for me, um, it's about uh, being able to, to share moments and talk to people every day um, at the studio. I love it. And, and I think they come for the same reason. We, we come to the studio to get fit and distressed. And we, uh, many people say how many, or, or what are your customers or how many customers that, for me, no one's a customer, uh, a customer, if you want, for me, they're all friends, sincerely. And if they're going to call them something else, I'd rather call members because I don't look at the finance side at all. Um, just a community is growing and I'm very happy and blessed that we, we still, uh, being able to to share that space to pay the rent uh, as long as uh, we can afford paying the rent and maintain the equipment in, in very good quality and, and everything uh, very tidy my house i spend more time there than I'm, where i sleep that's our house uh, i'm happy to receive in my house everyone and in the meantime we all work out that's awesome yeah so mostly word of mouth is how you you've built the the members that you have now, have you done any sort of advertising or did F45 provide you with any marketing tools? Yes, F45 is really good at that. F45 um, has a whole um, process and documents. It's very thorough, really, really thorough. Look, I used to do uh, process and business analysis in, in when I used to do uh, banking. And at the beginning, it was really good. And something I like about F45 is that they continuously improving the process and the documents. Like every company, they have the, the little uh, things that they can work on to get better. And as they're growing, uh, it gets um, more people that see the errors and less people that see all the good things they do. They, go, they do amazing things. Whenever I get frustrated with anything they do, I say, could I do it better? Yes, if that was the only thing I was doing. But if I have to manage all the things they are doing right now, could I do better that? I don't think I'll focus all my attention on that. I'll focus on other things. And those are the things at 45 uh, are doing really, really good. So we are happy. We're really, really happy with F45. If we had to do all over again, we'll do it again. And well, in fact, as I say, they F45 is developing a new or has developed a new business concept that they already uh, uh, worked with in, in Australia. And now they are exporting everywhere around the world. And we 
we are one of the first studios uh, opening in the States uh, with the new concept that is called FS8. Yeah, tell us about that. I think that's super cool. And yeah, you're well, one there in Florida, so tell us about it. FS8 is um, a new concept. It has the same technology as F45. New appearance is very, very sleek, very uh, smart, very clean brand. Uh, it's all about doing reformer Pilates, yoga, core and strength, uh, to summarize it, because it's eight disciplines of core and strength that they, they work on, is um, something that everyone needs, which is working on core. And when you hear about core and strength use, you think about Pilates, you think about yoga. Mm -hmm. And until I saw the idea how it was developed by FSA, by A45, I never thought I would do it because to me, um, I did power yoga. That's the one uh, I like more because it's very active and you move a lot and, and it's dynamic. Pilates is a bit slow or was a bit slow to me, but FSA, uh, through a 45 managed to do that fun and very energetic is it's coming and, and it's really good if you haven't heard about it just google fs8 f for fox x for sam and the number eight and you're gonna have how much fun it is you can see on instagram they have a lot of studios already yeah that's awesome i'm also someone who gets a little bit bored in like a pilates or yoga class and i prefer you know a more exciting workout so i think that's really cool that they're combining both of those things so yeah. i'll definitely be looking for that as it starts to pop up more around the country um so that's awesome how, how are you planning to market like the new studio compared to the one that's a little bit more established is there well, you know, a promotion that you run for like new members or how does that work if f45 has a, a very good platform to um or very good process uh using social media and they give you all the tools including templates they use canva which is really good to to work with they also have developed um i like how they're developing the merchandise they're working with uh, lululemon to create a new line to of clothing that is uh, linked to f45 uh we use social media at the beginning uh, it was good for us because we didn't know anyone in Western. As I say, we came from, from Australia, Sydney, Australia. I guess if we started there, it would have been much easier because we had lots of friends. But over here, we didn't know anyone. And slowly, though, for, for us, um, we, we continue with the social media. But when we organize a local events such as uh, workouts, uh, parks and gatherings at, um, and we, we prepare volleyball or soccer games. We went to the beach together. Those events started bringing more people. So social events help us a lot. Uh, spending time outside the studio with our members, uh, with our family, going to social gatherings with them that we were invited by them helped a lot. And, and to, to us, we were really lucky because, um, we we were needing friends we we like friends for we have family of five i have three daughters my wife and three daughters and for us it was really good because we we could branch out meeting new people making new friends as i say sometimes uh, i cannot like for example right now i'm sure that i'm missing them and i'm sure they will be asking about uh, what happened to me mm -hmm. uh, but uh, it was a pleasure. It's a pleasure to, to, to be in your podcast. 
And so today's an exception I do, and I don't get to spend time with, with my friends at the studio. Well, I appreciate you taking time out of your day. And it sounds like you're a busy person. You have three kids, you run a business, you're opening another one. How do you keep yourself organized? What are your, you know, skills, organizational skills or tools that you use to, to stay on track every day? Uh, I got married to a very organized. <laughs> That's a good shortcut. <laughs> yes. Uh, what skills have you taught you? Do you keep like a calendar, like an agenda? What do you do? It's a human calendar. She's very definition of human calendar. To super organize. I, I, I look at the social side and spending time with people and all that. She, I, I believe about 30% of the time is the one that she can spend at the studio. The rest, she's um, doing all the admin. She wakes up about seven in the morning and she goes to bed at one in the morning doing all the admin work, uh, checking that everything is running smoothly. It, mm, this business wouldn't be anything if it's not because of my wife. That's amazing. Yeah, she sounds like an amazing support system for you in the business. So that's awesome. Yes, um, but we, uh, 45 also gives us lots of tools. Like uh, the Mind Body, Mind Body helps us a lot. And we have uh, they recommended several platforms like Gym Leads to take control of the leads to to see the number of people that are interested in coming to the studio. And also they send us uh, data, especially data they receive uh, informing of the number of persons that are interested in coming to the studio, the rotations, if we have any issues with uh, rotations, if there are gaps that we can work on and improve. Yeah, that's awesome. What would you say is like the biggest gap that you face right now or the biggest challenge um, within the business? The biggest challenge, oh, that's an interesting question. Well, I think our biggest challenge is coming because we're going to have a second studio that uh, try to, okay, I, I know the answer. And the biggest challenge is to, to find great trainers to manage the other studio like the ones we have right now. We have three coaches that are amazing. They are just like, like our family. They are our kids. They are very fun people. They look after everyone as if they were their cousins, brothers, siblings, family. They look after everyone's family, just like, like we like treating uh, every friend that comes to the studio. And to, to find these, these guys that are working for us, it took us a long time. And to find more guys to help us with the new studio um it's not easy it's very special people very kind very special kind of people that um we have uh, working uh, with us yeah definitely what do you look for um in a new coach or a new employee to work with you what kind of like characteristics or background do they have they need to be kind they need to be uh they need to listen really well they need to be able to uh, communicate in a very nice manner, understand what uh, people's uh, challenges are and the opportunities they have to, to grow fitter. Mm -hmm. uh, they, uh, they look after the studio as if it was their own home too. Whenever there is someone that, um, let's say, someone is some of the team members sick, I don't have to be looking for someone to replace, they, they call me and they say, hey, 
um, uh, Rollo is sick or Vale is sick, and I'm gonna go to the studio. Uh, I'm gonna work the hours they can they can cover until they are, they're feeling better. Or if there is a member that's feeling sick, they make sure they contact the member to 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 make sure that they they're right. If they injure themselves or if they see, let's say, Anna, you go to the studio and and you look a bit sad, they take time to take you side to the side and talk to you. It's not you are not just a person that comes and work out. We we make sure that you you look alright. Uh, you know. In Texas, I imagine just like in Florida, you spend so much time working and you look after your work a lot, but not after yourself so much. Mm-hmm. And I bet you have your days when you are not 100%. Mm-hmm. And we make sure that we know you so well that we can identify those days and cheer you up and keep you motivated and take your mind off those problems so you can see the bright side. Yeah, and that's awesome. I think that helps, you know, members want to come back and stay longer, you know, increase retention because I feel like they're not just a number or a customer. They're really a member of like a family. So I think that's that's really cool that your employees do that now. We, we well, that, that's another thing. They, they are not our employees. We're we a team that work together. Mm-hmm. And, and they are our friends. They are our family. I know the coach's parents, I know the coach's uh, partners, girlfriends, boyfriends. Uh, we know we, we share time together, we eat together, we, we know everyone. Most of them, their families come and work out with us too. And, and we, we're really happy that they, their life is part of our life too. And that's it. That, that always, always a big family. Yeah, it has to be like that. Definitely. Yeah, I think that's awesome. You've created such a strong community, it sounds like. Um, but what would be like your biggest piece of advice to somebody who wants to own their own gym or start their own business? Um, maybe something that you could go back and tell yourself before you opened. Um, what would that be? What would that piece of advice be? Um, I think is to stress less about if we were going to be able to make it or not. Just worry about every person right at the beginning. At the beginning, we were thinking like, oh, my God, uh, we never ran a studio before. Are we going to be able to make it? Are we going to lose all these savings, all our life savings into, into this business? And there was a moment where, where we, we said, like, look, if it happens, happens. If it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. It's a nice experience. Let's just have fun. And that's what we did. We had fun. We have, we have, we have fun. We have fun every day. Every day we have fun. Um, we love this. Uh, we on holiday. We we went not long ago to North Carolina, and we were thinking about all the people in the studio and what they were doing, and we we're desperate to come, to come back and 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 be be part of what whatever was happening. Yeah, that's awesome. I love it. It sounds like you really love what you do, and that it's it's more than just a job. It's like your passion. So I think that's awesome. It's- not a joke it's yeah. not a joke yeah that's awesome well miguel before we let you go before we wrap up tell us where can we find you so if we want to follow you along on social media um or website where can we check out um f45 western well i'm, I'm always on instagram f45 training northwestern north and western western is w-e-s-t for thomas o and n for nothing perfect 
can that's where you can contact me always looking for for messages and if you want any information anything else any detail don't don't hesitate to to reach out Perfect. Awesome. Yep. Again, guys, that's F45 Western Florida. Thank you again, Miguel, for being on the show today. We really appreciate you. Thank you. And to everybody who tuned in today, we appreciate you as well. Don't forget, if you want to be notified about future episodes, hit like and subscribe. If you're interested in joining us to talk about your business model, click the link in the description and we'll be in touch soon. And as always, until next time, Jim Lloyd's out. Thank you for listening to this interview, but don't go anywhere. We still have two more incredible interviews coming right up inside this episode. But if you're a gym owner that's looking to get more clients, keep them longer, and make more money, head to the link in the description of this podcast and schedule a free leave your credit card at home consultation with one of our business consultants. You see, here at Gym Launch, we've helped over 4,000 gym owners across the world increase their sales, take home more money, and build the business of their dreams. And it simply starts with a phone call. Click on the link in the description of this podcast to schedule your call today. Now, let's head into the next interview. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Gym Lords podcast. I'll be your host today. My name is Joseph, and joining us on the show is Kevin Paris from Relentless Fitness in Lakewood, California. Welcome to the show, Kevin. How are you doing today? I'm good, man. Thank you for having me. Of course, Kevin, you know, and I'm very excited to have you here. And I want to, first of all, thank you for taking the time out of your day to uh, hop on the podcast and to, you know, contribute to our show. Um, but before we dive into the business side of things, why don't you share, you know, what inspired you to become a gym owner? Well, first of all, um, I love people. I'm a people kind of guy. Yep. I love interacting with people, good conversations, and of course, and of, I love fitness. Fitness mm -hmm. is another. So putting fitness together with loving to talk to people and communicate, you know, is the best way. And then health is the number one thing right now. You, you got to have a healthy lifestyle. So joining those together, me being a personal trainer, I wanted to create a particular vibe, a particular kind of setting, a scenery for, for my clients. A scenery that is second to none or they're different from what any typical gym is. And with that in mind, that led me to being able to, you know, have the idea to open my own gym. Yeah. So mixing your personality of like being a relationship kind of guy, people person, and then mixing the, you know, love for fitness and also the importance of health, especially, you know, in this day and age, you're able to do what you do every single day of your life. And I mean, yeah. how has your experience been so far? It's great, man, because, you know, from ever since as a kid, I always hear this, this, this saying, you know, find a job that you like and never work a day in your life. I never yeah. understood that I had my own business. And yeah. that made me realize that. And I mean, I love it, man. I, I don't feel like it's a job. <laughs> that is good to hear. And, you know, you're able to work for yourself and, you know, build up that generational wealth, you know, for yourself and also for, you know, your family. Um, so let's dive into you know some learning lessons real quick you know what has been the best part of running this gym business and what has been the most challenging part of running this gym business uh, the best part of running this business is being able to create my own model okay being able to create my own training model and my own way of style of training and keeping an, an environment and a setting that 
you know, is good for me and good for the client too, you know, mm -hmm. so that you know, it makes them feel a sense of a second home. Yeah. A you sense know? of like belonging in a way. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So flip the switch. What has been the most challenging part as a gym owner? The most challenging part of a gym as being a gym owner is, is basically being able to merge the two, being a business owner and a personal trainer. Mm. That is something that, you know, is very most important. You have to know where you're at. Yeah. You can be a trainer and not be a business owner. Mm -hmm. And you can be a business owner and not be a trainer. But the challenging part comes where you have to know which is first. And which is first is a businessman. Because if you can run your business properly, you can be a great trainer. You're going to be out of business real quick if you do not learn how to do it. Yep. Yeah. So and that's like that I, one of the reasons why we're here today, you know, on this podcast is, you know, we came here to kind of like fill the gap between, you know, being a personal trainer and being a business owner, just offering value. But um, yeah. So, I mean, I understand. And I hear that a lot too, is that a lot of gym owners, you know, they love to, you know, serve people. They love to improve health, but when it comes to the business side of things, it's a little bit more challenging than when, you know, when they first expected or, you know, anticipated. Um, yeah. So let's dive in to the business side of things here. So, you know, why don't you share your elevator pitch and, you know, the services that you offer to your clientele? Well, first of all, we offer, as a full gym, we offer every type of training that you could possibly think about, whether it's for special needs, whether recovery, surgery or recovering from illness, whether you just want to maintain a healthy lifestyle, or if you want to prepare for a sporting event or do obstacle course race, you know, whatever your needs are, we can cater their training to do that. Yeah. That's okay. one. Two, we also provide a setting where families could train, husbands and wives, sons and, and mothers, mothers and daughters, fathers and sons, fathers and daughters, you know, mm -hmm. we create an environment where it's like a home, you know? that's that's another thing we try to give everything that is needed so that you can get everything in one step hmm. so is that mainly through you know one-on-one -on -one personal training group large group what does that look like for your business was well, a little bit of everything okay so, but one-on-one -on -one training group classes which is cardio based yep so you got cardio based classes you got yoga classes Mm -hmm. You got stretch classes, right? And you get dance classes. So you okay. got that. You got your training, right? Yep. Spring training. Mm -hmm. Put all that together with the right uh, diet, meal planning, yep. and you got recipe for success. Awesome. So, what would you consider to be, you know, like your bread and butter service at the facility? Like the the service that has like the most popularity among the members. Well, uh, spring training is always going to be a bread and butter. Mm -hmm. that's where everything started from. Yeah. You know, so, it's like, so like, is that like one-on-one -on -one or one, -on -one is like, um, so it's my private group classes. Yeah. The way to put it is like your trainer is like a tree trunk mm -hmm. and the branches are the different classes, you know? So you got, you got, you, you got those all entities coming together. Yeah. I mean, beautiful tree. So would you yeah. say like the, like the popularity is like spread among all of the classes then? Well, you know, it's like anything. 
cardio-based classes is something that hasn't always been around the way it is now. Cardio-based classes started back in the day when they used to have um, Jane, Jane Fonda and what's the guy? <laughs> I, um, oh, I forgot his name. Um, uh, Richard, I remember his name. <laughs> um, I don't remember him, but those days were when the cardio class would now stand. That's back in the 80s, you know? Early yeah. 80s, cardio class was now starting to come together because mm-hmm. people think cardio was boring. Mm-hmm. So as time evolution, uh, time change and, and things progress, you find that you find with evolution, you find that cardio taking a different level. Cardio becomes fun now. Yeah, because you're able to, you know, build right. up that fun environment. Exactly. So when you have people now never did any introducing the different types of cardio to them, that's what makes them start to get interested because they don't know. The only way mm-hmm. they know is when you introduce them and when they, the way you put it across to them, like you tell somebody, hey, go on a treadmill and do some cardio. Be like, ah, that's boring, man. I can't do it. <laughs> okay, how about do a dance class? Oh, I like to dance. Yeah, yeah. So, Figure out new ways to do it. Yeah, that's what's starting to build a gap that makes it somewhat popular, you know? Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. That, that's awesome. So it sounds like, you know, you mainly have the one-on-one, the semi, and, you know, the, kind of like the larger groups. So with those three services, you know, how many people are you serving at the facility? Well, to be quite Roughly. honest, I, I really don't check that. Okay. I have yeah. I don't base it on numbers or how much clients I have. I just train and have a good time, man. The day is the day anybody, well, for me, the day I start to look at numbers, the day I'm going to lose focus on what I'm really here for. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I spend yeah. more time building and creating than looking at numbers. Those yeah. numbers, for some people, it might mean a lot. And yeah. I, I don't knock nobody. That's some people good. live by the numbers. Right. Yeah. But for me, the way how I my model myself, if I'm doing the right job yeah. and clients are happy, I will always see a full house. Mm-hmm. So I can tell you this, the house is always full. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. I mean, I love to hear that. I'm, you know, hearing it from you. So I really, you know, that gets me excited for our conversation today. Yeah. Um, so, you know, with however many, you know, members that you may have right now, you know, what is top of mind going into this, you know, new year? Cause it's, you know, the 5th of January, what's the uh, main focus for 2023 within the business? It's always growth. Okay. It's always growth. You know, you, you never stay stagnant. The day you stay stagnant is the day you stop growing and you don't want to stop growing at all. And mm-hmm. then when you lose. Yeah. So you always got to keep winning and to keep winning, you got to focus on growth. And the way you focus on growth is by creating good workouts, creating energetic themes for your clients, giving them mm-hmm. things for setting goals and targets to them. So you always set goals. You continue setting goals. And when they break that goal, you keep on setting another goal. And just keep going for goals and goals and goals and goals. With fitness, I wouldn't say you never you 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 never you get content with where you are. Yeah. But you're always gonna keep the ball rolling because as we get older, our body ages. And if you don't keep that body in a, in a nice regimen, it will break down on you. Mm-hmm. So you gotta keep doing it. So I constantly always set goals and always keep taking the bar higher and higher and higher and higher. And that's the end of the day. At the end of the day is to grow. Build, keep on building new business, keep on extending the, 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 the business that I have right now. Yeah. And this time. That's awesome. So, you know, there's so many aspects to, you know, running a gym business. So, you know, what aspect is, you know, of most importance to you right now? Is it more of the membership base? Is it more of the, you know, retention, you know, team staffing? What does that look like for you going into this year? Well, I mean, everything you touch on are key points there. 
Yeah. Everything are key points. Um, you know, it's kind of hard to say which one is more important because you want to you want to retain what you have, but you also want to grow and get more. Mm-hmm. So both, you know, I can't really decipher and say I want this. What I can say though is that for me personally, I always just like to keep challenging them. Yeah. Challenge. So when it, so even the people who are here when they're here, I keep challenging them. So don't matter, easier it comes like, man, is this thing gonna keep getting any easier? Why are we still so? No way I'm, it's not. <laughs> so when people come now, they'll be like, wow. And I thought I was in shape. You understand? So mm-hmm. you get getting the best of both was your retention, you're keeping them by giving them good workouts. And when yeah. new people come in, introduce them to something that they never experienced before. So they'd be like, wow. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So you gotta keep meshing both of them. Always keep some uh, excited and you know looking for you know what's next. Like one workout that can be something, and next workout it's like whoa, okay, Kevin, what are you you know putting us through today? Um, so you know, Kevin, I do want to dive into the marketing side of things here. So you know, what are you doing right now to you know consistently you know generate leads and get more people into the doors? Well. The best thing to do with any kind of lead is with them out. Yes. And referral. Mm-hmm. You know, just do my social media and I keep producing results. And that's the best. That To me, that beats everything. I, I don't really have a lot of time to go do marketing or sit and do this. So whatever little marketing I do, mm. it's basically for my present clients and from people who see good progress and people who like being in the ambiance. Mm-hmm. Of, this, of the facility and then you know just basic social media mm-hmm. yeah and you know for the word of mouth i do want to edify you there because you know if you're growing from word of mouth that means that you're offering a great service to your clients and that's great because that'll you know keep them for the long term increased business um and also it's it's easier to convert those leads into paying members because one They've already heard of you. Two, they have the trust because of the, you know, your current members. And three, they're in the market for it. They want to do it. Um, you mentioned that you do some social media. So is that on Facebook, Instagram? What kind of so well, you know, what platforms are you using? Because there's so many platforms out there nowadays. Basically, uh, Facebook and Instagram. A little bit of YouTube here and there, but more more Facebook and Instagram. Okay. So on those platforms, is it mainly the organic side of posting or have you, you know, gone into paid advertising? No, just organic. Okay. Just post on that said yes. Yeah. So, you know, for our listeners, you know, so they can, you know, hear it from a gym owner like you here, you know, how has your experience been with using the organic social media? Well, organic social media is good, man. You just have to find an audience. And because not everything that you post is going to be for everybody. Mm. And not everybody is going to be able to train. Yeah. Some people, you know, people need to know what they want in a gym or a trainer or a facility. And based on that, that's how you're going to make your choice. You know, mm. so you just have to, you know, offer what you have and let people see what you have. And if what you have is what they want, then they will come to you. If it's not, then it's not. Then it's not for everybody. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, let's just say, you know, you piece, well, post a piece of content on your feed, right? And someone comments on it. 
you know, do you guys have a process that's in place, you know, to reach out to them to eventually turn them into a paying member? Well, I mean, yeah, me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you. Somebody reach out to uh, a post or something and they message me. I just respond to the message right away. I'm, I'm on it. You mm-hmm. know, I don't, I don't miss. I don't let messages sit for like 30 minutes. <laughs> good. That is, that is good on, to hear. You know, speed is yeah. king in this oh, business. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, My goodness. Yeah. You gotta remember if you if you go if you're hungry and you wanna go grab something to eat, man, and you go to this place and it got a long line, what you gonna do? You're gonna leave and go to somewhere else, right? Mm-hmm. Always. I don't wanna wait. <laughs> right. Nobody wanna wait. So you gotta make sure when somebody comes to you, you gotta respond in, a, in an appropriate manner, you know? Mm-hmm. Plus yeah. it's, it's right business practices. You know, it's not good to have people waiting when they ask you something, you know what I'm saying? No, yeah. Yeah, and I totally agree with you because you know, let's just say I reach out to the facility. And I don't hear a response for like a week. I'm like, what's going on? Like, why isn't this business owner, you know, contacting me? Like, aren't I te- like technically new business? Why wouldn't he want me in his facility? Um, exactly. So that is good to hear that, you know, you are diligent with the outreach process to make sure people get in the facility. Um, you know, back to the paid advertising side real quick. Have you ever used it before or have you just completely stayed away from it? No, I use it a couple of times already, you know. Oh, okay. But uh, that's something I frequently do, you know. That's yeah. something I frequently do. You know, once in a while, you know, uh, you might you might jump on and do an ad. But yeah, yeah. yeah so, um, how many times have you used it so far? Uh, not a lot, man. Probably two or three times. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. you know, for our listeners, because obviously, you know, for the listeners who want to learn more about the paid advertising side, you know, how has your experience been so far using? the paid advertising side of social media well it's good man like i said man everything is you got to know your audience you're tackling yeah you got to know what audience you're going to if you're a trainer looking to do uh people for shows for muscle mania or fitness shows physique shows Mm -hmm. then you got to target people in that audience you know if you know you're targeting people who just want to do weight loss then you target that audience. You got to know what your target audience is. You know, if you know what your target audience is, then you'll be just wasting money doing marketing and nothing's happening. Mm-hmm. So you got to pick your audience and, you know, go towards that, you know? Yeah. So, you know, how do you find your audience, you know, in your processes as, you know, like the business owner? Well, you know, see, this is, this is one thing that why being a business owner is nice to me because my model is people like mine, like me. Yeah. People feel off of my energy. Mm-hmm. And once my energy and the energy is the same, they just come because I, I'm always happy. I was yeah. smiling. I was doing fun things. I was being creative. You know, I, that's, that's who I am. So that's the kind of people that I attract all the time, yeah. you know? Yeah. So, you know, you always have to present who you are. And, and if you are is a good person and spirit and good person and character mm-hmm. and good, good energy, then that's what you want to draw. People you know? will uh, feel it and they'll want to yeah. be around that more. Yeah. 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 Just honestly in your heart and, and, you know, just be true to what you're saying and what you do, you know, believe in a plan and believe that your plan is, is, a, is a good plan and it's, it's, it's good mm-hmm. and that you know and you believe in what you do and you know what you do brings results and that's it. Yeah. yeah because have, uh, have character and stick to your morals when it comes to, yeah. you know, running a business. Very um, important. So, you know, we just covered the marketing side of things. So I want to go into, you know, sales here now, you know, what does the, well, let's just say I 
you know, inquires somewhere, whether that be through the website or, you know, Instagram, a phone call, what does the customer journey look like? In terms of like what, getting the feedback from me or trying to. Yeah. So let's just say, you know, I want to become a member and I mm-hmm. reach out somehow or like I, you know, come across, you know, a social media page. How do you turn me into, into like a paying member? What does that customer journey look like? Oh, it's really simple. You know, two things. Uh, everything on my site and my, um, my Instagram is very self-explanatory. Uh, if you want to become a member, you just click on the link, sign up, register, and that's it. You book your first class. If okay. you, you send me a message and I walk you through it, and that's it. You can sign up today and start in the next hour. So you know, is that like a free session or? You give a free to everybody who wants to try it because I don't believe in just telling somebody pay for a membership and they haven't tested to see if it's something they like because maybe they might like it, maybe they might. Yeah. But I want to give everybody the opportunity to see what I do, what my training style like, and if it's something that you feel comfortable, you can move, feel you can move forward with it, then we can go ahead and, you know, we could, we could sell you a membership. But if you're not comfortable or you just need some more time to think, at least you've got an idea of how it works, what I said like. And you can go with that and maybe go to other places and try other places, compare it, see what it like, and boom, come back to us, you know? Yeah, so, no so oh. it kind of sounds more of like a kind of like a laid back approach, not like a in your face, sell, 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 more of like, laid back like hey if you want to come in here work out let's go like we're waiting for you let's have some fun let's burn some calories let's do what you want to do um yeah i actually like that approach because you know makes the you know prospective clients more comfortable with the process because they aren't feeling like they're you know pressured into doing something um so obviously you know you're handling the sales process there so let's just say you know 10 people inquire to you know become or just come into like a free trial, you know, on average, how many, you know, free trials do you convert over to membership? <laughs> well, that is a, that's a, that's another number starts there again, man. And I, I, I really doesn't check numbers, you know, okay. I check to see what's the ratio, how many free sessions turned over into, you know, I just don't preoccupy myself with that at all. For me, it's, it's not, for me, it's more communicative. It's more communicative with the client. You know, they might do a session today and then they might come back next week. They might come back the week after or the month after. You know, but whenever they come back, I'm here. The door is always open. You know, it's never not like that. So I don't focus on if I convert a membership. You know, I know a lot of people would know that the sales motor, how sales motor up is just, this is how I run my ship. Yeah. It works good for me. You know, it might work good for everybody. Some people might say, man, you got to be on the church. You got to sell, sell, sell. I used to work America before. Yeah. And I was in sales and I mm-hmm. took six classes and I knew how they want us to sell. Yeah. You know, so I never it's like hardcore. It, yeah, it, it is hardcore. Like, <laughs> I don't like that. I don't want to be going somewhere or somebody keep calling me and text me, hey, are you gonna sign up today? When you want to join? We waiting for you. Oh, that's let people marinate on things. Let's soak in because you want somebody to be comfortable mm-hmm. when they do decide to come. They want to feel like, yes, I made a right choice. And I can call this my second home. That's what you let somebody come in and I shouldn't buy this membership at all, man. I can't wait to get out of here. This is the wrong place to me. No, I don't yeah. want to that creates a, a bad atmosphere wrong. You know, then that brings bad energy. And all it takes is a little bit of bad energy into a good place. 
and that bad energy starts to sip in and cause problems all about. Mm-hmm. I, I, and, I look at positive vibes all the time. Yeah, and it could also, you know, hurt your reputation in a way. I mean, if you're, you know, labeled as the sell, sell, sell in your face guy, then people aren't going to like that. They're not going to, you know, come to your facility because um, yeah. they don't, don't want to be sold. They want to buy. They don't want to be sold too. Um, so you mentioned that you don't track any kind of numbers. So I'm kind of curious, you know, just out of childlike curiosity. So like, how do you know what's going on inside the business? Do you not track anything? I can see it. <laughs> I can, can see, see it. it. I can see it in, in all my different transactions. I, I look at my transaction, I can see that, but I don't go to see how many members I have and if how much leads I converted. You know, I have uh, the facility and the software that does it. Okay. That yeah. I if I need to, but, you know, I don't need, you know, I could, I could see how it goes and I could feel by the flow of the, the amount of people coming in the door, the amount of people okay. I have, the amount okay. of people I see. You yeah. know, that's, that's how I know. Awesome. You know? Yeah. yeah. So everything is, is, is mental here. You know, me is that's this is the advantage of being having your own business, when your own gym. You run it the way that is comfortable for you and makes mm-hmm. sense for you. Mm-hmm. If I had to work with somebody or work under somebody, they would tell me I'm doing crap. They would tell me, hey, man, that you can't trap that. <laughs> but it is your business at business at the end of the day. So it's like you can do what you want. Right, but they think I'm not tracking. But I have my methods and my ways of tracking it. It works good for me. I mean, you know, it's better for me. You know, you don't you don't want to be preoccupying yourself too much with the numbers and how many people they have and how many um leads are changing and then your workouts and the quality of training, you know, is sacrificed because you're focusing on the dollars and not the actual work. If you're focusing on work, the dollars is gonna come because you know why you're doing good work. And if you if you have a a, a mechanic, right, and your mechanic is really good, right? automatically you tell everyone hey my mechanic is good he's not checking how many customers he are coming every day he just concentrates on building good engines putting proper brakes in the car and make sure them cars leave this smooth so and he getting a, a, a joy in his heart by providing a great service <laughs> so because you have a great he's smiling every day but the more you smile is the more business keep coming because he's putting all good work and he spends his time investing in that work and people will come and pay him his price because his work is good. So therefore, he don't have to do a lot of work to do anything. His work. Yeah. So it's like the greater your services, the higher you know probability there is of you know getting more word of mouth. That'll result in you know higher closing rates for business and you know more revenue in the long run. Right. Yeah. Yep. That yeah. is that's a good note to uh, to take and you know. Kevin, I do want to dive into like the retention side of things here. So, you know, what, you know, systems do you have in place to keep your members for the long term? Well, you know, we have a lot of uh, team building um, exercises, a lot of team building um, events, yeah. you know, so we don't just train in the gym. We also have events that we do outside the gym, you know, it's a family. Yeah. It's not just trainer client. It's family. Most of my clients, I know their families. I know the husbands, the wives, the kids. You know, so the kids, it's a kids. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's 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 a, it's a family. You know, so it's more than just a gym. You know, I look forward to seeing these my clients and my people every day. I look forward to it. You know, and when I see them, I'm happy. You know, I'm, I I look forward to it. There's never a day I want to like ah, I don't want to see them at all. No, I look forward to that every day, and it's it's fun. You know, 
So that is uh, the biggest uh, aspect of retention for me is by, you know, keeping keeping them motivated, keeping them with team building activities and events, you know, just keeping them together. Yeah. Yeah. So, so it sounds like really focusing on building that strong culture and community inside of the facility so that, you know, when someone else comes in, like they'll feel that and they'll want to become a paying member. Yeah. Pretty much. It's just, it's just focusing on the client's needs. Mm. Focus, yeah. Everything about them. Mm-hmm. Ain't got with me. Everything is about them. It's what they want, what's best for them. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, everything. Because without them, there's no me. Very true. And, you know, your members right now, you know, they're already paying you to be there. So they're also easier to, you know, maybe upgrade into a higher service or, you know, just upgrade their memberships in a way. So, I mean, really just take advantage of your current membership. That's like the best way to uh, also increase revenue if you want to do that. You know, that's just sharing with the listeners here. Um, I do have, you know, more of a harder question for you, Kevin, um, you know, with this business, what do you think is the biggest bottleneck that is holding you back from getting to that next level of business, whatever that may be to you? Well, there's nothing really holding me back. I'm, I'm moving to that, 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 um, realm already. I'm moving. Yeah. I'm, I'm just, I don't rush anything. Yeah. I take my time and work my t- way towards it. So it's going the direction I want to go. There's no setbacks. You know, you just have to, you know, I always believe in, you know, taking my step one step at a time because you're building, uh, when you're building a, a, a house, you're building a castle, you got to make sure your foundation is properly well set. You got to make sure everything is properly built so that it could be sturdy. So when you rush things down, it can never be a hundred percent good. You know, sometimes you miss parts, you do things you shouldn't do, you make mistakes, you know, and, and rather than rush something, you take your time and, and let it go, let it evolve. Let everything evolve. Everything takes time. And when it takes time, it evolves and it changes and it goes. So for me, there's no real bottleneck. There's just me taking my time and letting it grow one day at a time. Okay. That's good to hear that you have no bottlenecks. I'm kind of surprised because I mean, every gym owner I speak to, they're like, yeah, I have like this one little thing over here, whether it's time or, or admin stuff. But I mean, I guess it's, I mean, you're but, doing but, good. I mean, you know, I agree. Time and admin stuff is always going to be, those, those things are going to be there forever. Mm-hmm. You know, so if you look at it as a bottleneck, that's already stopped keeping yourself back. That's true. Yeah. That's already keeping yourself back. I do. It's a reality being a business owner. Yeah. I do administrative work. I do almost everything and I still train. So the minute you look at it as a negative, that's the minute it keeps you back. That's part mm-hmm. of being a business owner. That's part of the job. Ain't no way you can get around that. So anybody telling us that they can have a business and it can run smooth and not have those, not have administrative work behind the scenes. It's going to have an administrative, it's going to have hiccups, but that's part of life. That's part of the job. You know, I prepare for that. That's, that's how mm-hmm. I live. I mean, I, I, I have things in place. I, I'm ready for things like that, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's, it's never... It never sets me back. It never breaks me down. It just is what it is. You know, you can't expect to 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 have a um um. I'm looking for a good analogy here. Have a um. You can't run the business without running the business. Right. You know what I'm saying? You want <laughs> yeah. all the good stuff. You want all the everything that go with it. But 
the back end, you don't want, you can't do that. You got to take the good and the bad and make everything good. You know what I'm saying? It's all about perspective. Yeah, yeah, you can't you can't stress that one. I mean, there there are gonna be daily hiccups and stuff. You know, there are days going you're gonna be like, oh man, well, what you gonna do? You gonna you gonna make that stuff you from? You're from just gonna give up? No, man, that's that's no. what it is. Yeah, and it, that, I like to use it, the big scenario, the best the best analogy I like to live, man, is like, you know, for like like you know, like you're a celebrity, right? You can't be a celebrity and expect people to take pictures and videos of you and want to get your autograph. Mm-hmm. You're making all the big money. So then that's that's part of it. You gotta yeah. accept it. It's part accept of the game. You gotta play yeah. the game. If you wanna do it, then don't be a celebrity, you know? Mm-hmm. As yeah. it's part of it. So with a gym, you're gonna have things that needs to be done. You're gonna have administrative work, clerical work that's gonna hold you back from doing things. About days you can like for example, gym might be closed. You might have to stay in the gym two, three hours after just to plan mm-hmm. stuff or to do things. But you can't be you can't try to leave with everybody else. That's that's your responsibility. People might be going to hang out on the weekend, going in on a, a, a beach party or, or a club or whatever, whatever people do, they'll be doing. And you look at them and you see they're going and you got to stay back and do stuff on a weekend and, and stay in the gym after hours and do stuff. You're going to be mad at them. You can't be mad at them. You, got, you can't be mad at them. That's your responsibility. If you want to be successful, you have to pay the price. And the price is sacrificing something. Without sacrificing something, you get nothing. You have to... That's the number one rule. And the only way to get results is to put in the time. And as you said, sacrifice. So, you know, since we're talking about perspective and, you know, just viewing things different ways, you know, why don't you share that, you know, biggest lesson that you've learned so far in your journey as, you know, a gym owner, like tell your younger self what you have learned. Like, what's that one thing? The number one thing. Listen to your clients. Listen to your clients. Your clients speak. They say things. Be open. Listen. Never think you know everything. Never think because you're the owner that what you say goes. Your clients know things and they can see things that you can't see. So you got to listen to them because that's the people speaking to you. That's your business. And if you're not listening to them, how are you going to keep your business? Listen, that's the key. Listen more, talk less. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Listen. My yeah. goodness, Kevin. That's good. And uh, Kevin, it does look like we are running short here on time. But um, before we hop off of this episode, why don't you share your social medias and your website so that our listeners can find you? Okay. So my website is relentless, www.relentlessfitnessgym.com www.relentlessfitnessgym.com Instagram is Relentless Fitness Gym that's Relentless Fitness Gym and those are the two main platforms that I work on and if you want to check out my YouTube channel too it's, it's still small, it's a baby YouTube channel <laughs> thank you <laughs> awesome Kevin, well thank you for sharing those and I do want to you know, thank you again for hopping on the podcast today, I uh, really enjoyed our conversation thank you very much, appreciate having, you, having me here course and to everyone else who tuned in today we appreciate you as well and don't forget if you want to be notified about our future episodes hit the like and subscribe button and if you're interested in joining us to talk about your gym model click the link in the description fill it out and our team will be in touch with you very very soon and as always until next time gym lords out 
Thank you for listening to the podcast so far. Don't go anywhere. We still have another episode coming right up right after this word from one of our sponsors. The Gym Lords podcast is sponsored by Prestige Labs. Prestige Labs is the first and only nutritional supplements company built by gym owners for gym owners. Prestige Labs solves the problem that all gyms have experienced, the broken inventory model, low commissions, and even lower quality products. Prestige Labs provides 100% drop shipping, zero inventory, PhD formulated high quality supplements for you and your clients. The goal is simple, cover 100% of your rent while never sacrificing your integrity. To learn more, or to become an affiliate of Prestige Labs for free, apply at affiliate.prestigelabs.com. That's affiliate.prestigelabs.com. Double your client results, double your income. You can head to affiliate.prestigelabs.com to become an affiliate for free. Now stick around for the rest of this episode. Use coupon code GYMLORDS on prestigelabs.com for 20% off all future supplement orders. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Gym Lords Podcast. I am your host. My name is Joe Fitzgerald. Joining us on the show, our guest today is Mr. Tracy Beats of Ironworks Gym 2, coming to you from Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. Tracy, how are you today, sir? What's going on? Doing great. Appreciate you guys having us on today. I'm excited to have you on. I got to to pick Tracy's brain a little bit before hopping on the recording here, and he is no newbie to the fitness industry. He has been a part of running gyms. He has owned gyms in more places than I can count. But here we are, our conversation today will focus on this gym. Tell us a little bit about this, Tracy. Give me some context here before we get into the business-focused conversation. Ironworks Gym 2, when people ask you what this is, how do you describe this gym? Um, This gym, you know, it's, uh, it's set up so you can you can get in, you can uh, do what you got to do, get out, get the work, and you'll never find yourself waiting in lines or waiting to get on pieces of equipment like you do with a lot of the uh, larger gyms. Uh, we have multiple machines for each body part where, you know, some gyms might only have one leg extension, one leg curl, one leg press. Here you come, you'll have three leg extensions, three leg curls, three leg presses. So you, you have so much equipment um, and such in such a small area which we're in, the members never find themselves waiting and, and they don't get aggravated and frustrated. Because when you go to the gym, you're going there to uh, get rid of frustration and relax. You don't want to go there and get more frustrated because you can't find parking. You get in there, you stand around waiting to get on equipment. So uh, it, it, it gives a different twist than you'll find in a lot of these uh, bigger clubs uh, throughout the United States today. Yeah. And so here we are, right? Four years later, we have this business. Before we, like I said, before we venture down the path of what you do day to day to grow this thing, tell me a little bit what's been what's been your favorite part about running this gym so far and what's been the hardest part for you about running this gym so far? Um I say the the favorite part is um it's it's pretty self operational you uh once you get it up and going you know just kind of like automatic pilot because our all of our members have 24-hour access um once again unlike other gyms where there are gyms that have 24-hour access but you have to pay an additional fee to get that uh if you use a gym during these certain hours then you pay a lesser price um when when gyms start doing that 
they, they start getting what I call like a, a fatal funnel where everybody's crowding in at five or six o'clock because the ones that have 24 hours, they got to be out of there by eight o'clock. Uh, our gym, since everyone has 24 hour access, they never have to put themselves on a timeline. So they're able to get in whatever time is convenient for them and get out. And so the gym never gets that fatal funnel buildup, which makes things run very smooth. Um, the things I found probably the most difficult here is the fact that because we're in a small area, um, you don't have as, uh, and the geographic area that we're in, you know, not everybody's into the fitness thing. So you, you, uh, you have to kind of find out, you know, you know, what, what area you're going to direct your, your attention to. Um, but really, um, we mostly re re rely on referrals, um, okay. unlike other gyms where, where because we provide such a, a good facility and good equipment, a friendly atmosphere, um, you can go to our gym and you'll never see any weights on the floor at all. I can, I can not be here for two days and everything's back on their racks. We have a very well-disciplined and structured clientele. The members like that because once again, they don't want to be frustrated walking around trying to find dumbbell 125 here and the other one's in the back room somewhere. This mm -hmm. thing, that becomes frustrating. So everybody knows it's, it's kind of, I, I tell them it's like a federal, uh, federal installation. When you go in there, like on a military base, there's a place for everything and everybody keeps it nice and neat and clean. So it almost yeah. looks like a personal training studio, but it's 6,000 square foot with over 98 pieces of equipment, uh, which makes it nice. Yeah. And so, Plenty of room, plenty of toys, ways to have fun. You mentioned almost everything flows through word of mouth and, and any kind of marketing conversation we have needs to, to establish a goal, right? At your current membership level, you mentioned you didn't want to get too crowded, but are we capped now or can we still add a few more members to what we have? Sure, we, we could always add more, but simply because of the size we have and, and the amount of client, you know, the uh, equipment we have. Um, so, so we're not capped, but at the same time, um, we, we like to, we like to, uh, get good quality members, um, where some gyms, they'll sign up anybody comes through the door because they're worried about making that almighty dollar. I don't have that pressure on me. So when people come the to luxury the, and running a business to I, not I, worry about it. And, and that's, that's a good place to be. A lot of gyms can't do that because they're, yeah. they're hurting. Um, and, and as I say, they make bad choices, but sometimes, you know, they're, they're making money just to pay the landlord the rent. You know, you got to get a good low rent yeah. <laughs> or buy the now, bill. Now with this, Tracy, uh, you said almost everything flows through referrals or word of mouth. Have you spent money in advertising or marketing at any point for it? Um, I, well, I'd say before we opened up, about two months before we opened up, other than putting up some banners and running a few ads in the newspapers, uh, like I said, and, and if I were in, in Raleigh, a big city, yes, I would be doing that a lot because you're competing with so many other fitness clubs in such a big area. Um, so you got to get your, your word out for you. But when you're in a small area, everybody knows, within two weeks, everybody knows your gym's in town. You, I mean, I mean, literally everybody knows. So you, you're kind of spending money for nothing. I mean, I, I, you know, uh, like I said, we, we did that at the beginning, but 
But after that, and just once you got your members after that, and everybody knew the gym was there, word started getting out. And, and like I said, if you provide a good service for a good reasonable price, uh, the members are going to come to you. You know, I mean, they, everybody wants good service. Uh, so, um, for me, I, I can't say I can't, I, 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 not like the old days at the big clubs and, you know, the old system used to work, uh, you know, cold calls, open up the telephone, but call hundred people today. You might get 60 to answer the phone out of those 60. You might get 20 to say, yeah, I'll come down. And out of the 20, you might get five that or three that actually come down and you wind up signing per, one person up. Uh, strategy is certainly they, different now was, than it is. Yes, I've never agreed on it, but I've worked for gym owners that, you know, their equipment's run down. The gym had been there for 10 years and they've opened three other new gyms right across the street and they're charging less. You're still charging more. Your equipment's broke down and you want to do these cold calls. Well, nobody in their right mind. Why would I join your gym? I go across here and it's brand new equipment, lesser price. I mean, Equipment is very important. The people aren't like they used to be. A lot of people mm -hmm. are more knowledgeable today. Yeah. And because of that, it's not cheap to run a gym like this. We need to keep things up to date. We need to, to constantly yeah. reinvest in it. You Absolutely. mentioned we don't have the financial pressure, but we still have room to add members should the right people come along. I want to ask you about the social media side of things. Obviously, we're not opening phone books and calling leads anymore, but the social media has really taken the forefront in fitness marketing. How relevant is that for you guys with Ironworks Gym 2? Um, it, it, it does help out. It, you know, like I said, between Facebook and a couple other things, um, I'll be honest with you, I, I don't get on there that often. It's just um, people message me and I, I won't see it for three days. And, and, mm -hmm. <laughs> and I was like, uh, I, I just, I, I just, uh, you know, I, I don't under, I, I don't know, because I've been working out for so many years and I've competed for so many years, whenever I move to a different town or wherever I look for a gym, I go to the gym to, to take a look to see what's going on there. Uh, people today, they don't, they want to, I want a message or I want to call, Hey, you know, uh, how much is your membership? And I, and I tell them, I said, well, I said, well, it could, it could be $1. A month is that a good deal? And of course, everybody say yeah. And then when they come in here, I have like a, a bench with a dumbbell and a, two bales of hay. <laughs> and they go, well, that ain't no deal. Well, I said, well, exactly. That's why you need to come down to the club and take a look. I said, we don't do no high pressure sales, but you got to at least look and see what you're going to get for your dollar because you can't, you know. I mean, but then again, if the price is important to you, then then there's plenty of other gyms you can call around. You might be able to find one a little cheaper. But are you going to get what you're really looking for? You know? Yeah. Spot on. And so for you, Tracy, obviously we don't have the, the immediate pressure of trying to get people through the doors. Um, but what is your goal here as you move forward as a business? What's, what's kind of the, the target as into the future? Well, I, I have a certain gross that I like to make every month. Okay. And if I, if I reach that minimum, I'm a winner. And if I do even bet, which every year we've done more every year, even during the COVID, we did really good, believe it or not, while everybody else was hurting. Um, so, but, but uh, you know, so, so yeah, my, my goal is to, 
You know, like I said, I keep pushing where other gyms, I, I emphasize that over and over so much about the equipment. The members know that every two years, you know, I, I take out, I bring in all new equipment. Most of it's made by the same company, but it's painted a different color. It's new pads. I'm very, you know, these are little things people look for today is your pads. You don't want to go into a gym that's got duct tape on the vinyl. You know, that's telling me the guy's on hard times if he can't have his vinyl taken care of. You got to have that taken care of. He's got a pro shop and it's empty. He's got drinks, but he's got no drinks in the machine. These are things that I would say would hurt a gym. So you've got to always have this stuff stocked and ready to go. And what you're talking about social media, I will tell you the thing that was very, like, very good for us was, is that Google. That really, I mean, I get people... Uh, they're constantly coming here for either work or for the summertime for the lake and they come from different states and the first thing they do today is yeah they google to find out if there's a gym in town they can go to train and and because of our write-ups i'm always amazed at how many of those people that i get you know um but then again once once again and this is the difference with my facility and others is i emphasize on my members meaning that there's gyms that allow people to come in and pay $5 per day to work out. We, we don't do that because I'm not going to have someone come out that's not from around here and disrupt my members, possibly break a mirror. Because until it can get fixed, now my members that are diehards paying every day, they were inconvenienced for five bucks. That's just not worth it to me. So the minimum we do is a week. You got at least come in here for a week or two weeks if you're on vacation. Um, and it's not cheap. Like I said, a lot of places, we're not cheap. You know, I mean, it's yeah. just the way it is. Sure. Um, sure. But, but Google, yes, Google is, I mean, that's, has been okay. very good for us. So with all of this considered, it sounds like you're, you're fairly content in this, Tracy, but, but forecast this thing out into the future for me. Has the thought of multiple locations crossed your mind? Has the thought of physically expanding the building crossed your mind? What's what's the big picture for you with this? Well, I'll tell you, when we first saw it, because we did so good that, um, and and we were cooking and so good that after the first year and a half, then we were like, I, I said, well, let me go ahead. I'm going to start buying. I'm gonna, I was thinking about opening up a second location out at the lake. And I bought all, same company, had all the equipment made, had all delivered, put it, I had it in the storage base. And it's setting in that COVID hit. And then I said, well, we ain't going to do nothing right now. Maybe now is so, not the right time. We're going we're gonna to hold, hold the line for a while. And uh, so after, you know, a year, things are still going good again. But they, they aren't going as good enough for me to say, hey, I'm willing to make it. I, so what I decided to do is take that equipment that was new, even though the stuff that I just bought two years, I replaced it all with that. I said, let me emphasize on this location and we'll ride it out for another year or so until we see how this economy is really going to work out. Because you really got to watch what's going on with that before you get yourself in too deep. Yeah. But the thought is in the back of your mind of oh, another location. Is that sure. right? Why wouldn't it be? Think about it. If you have a gym and you're making 200000 a year and you have only one employee that cleans the gym, okay, which is nothing. He's there for four hours a day. And then you come in, like I do, for two hours in the evening, from 5.30 to 7.30, Monday through Friday. That's 10 hours. 
okay? I work 40 hours a week and I'm making that kind of money. Why wouldn't I open a second location, same format? Now, instead of working 10 hours a week, I work 20 hours a week, but now I'm making 400,000 a year. Can't argue with that. It's easy, but I will tell you this, and this is the important thing. This ain't the greatest. I'm not the greatest thing to slice bread. Don't, I don't think that anyone opening the gym should say, oh, it's that easy. I see this. A lot of it, I truly believe is luck. Number one, you got to be in the right location, the right time. You need to do a lot of research. Fortunately, in this town, a lot of people, almost everybody knows me. I already have a reputation here uh, from training at the other gyms. So, you know, you know I, I, for years, I've already established. So when I opened up a gym, now it's just the quality of the gym. We know Tracy. We know he's a stand-up guy. He knows everything, you know, what's going on. Let's see how his facility. So when you put hands down a great facility and a great price, you know, it's undisputed. You know, what else? You know, what else? But if I was to pick up and let's say move to Florida, a place I don't know anybody, and I go and I say, okay, this don't look like a small town. I don't see no gym or nothing. I put a gym. Build it and they'll come. I, you know, it takes a lot more than that. So I was, yeah. and I noticed because, like you said, I had other gyms in the past that weren't so successful. You know, we didn't have 24 hour access back then. Good so to that, learn those lessons early. Sure, sure. Yeah. So. Well, Tracy, that's a, that's a good place to start to wrap our conversation up. But uh, I, I want to save a little bit of time to just thank you for your willingness to contribute. I think these types of conversations don't happen often enough in our industry and, and learning from each other can be a very, very valuable use of time. I can't thank you enough for your willingness to contribute and uh, I wish you nothing but the best moving forward here. We thank you guys. We wish you guys good luck too. All right. And so to everyone who tuned in, thank you as well. Don't forget if you'd like to be notified about future episodes, hit like and subscribe. If you're interested in joining us, to talk about your business model click the link in the description fill it out our team will be in touch soon and as always until next time jim lawrence out thank you so much for listening if you found this content valuable here's four ways we can help you grow your gym for free one grab a free copy of alex ramosi's best-selling book gym launch secrets at alexsbook.com two join our free facebook group at alexsgroup.com Three, if you're a gym owner, you can apply to be on the podcast by emailing us at podcast at gymlaunch.com. Four, leave us a five-star review so we can gain access to more gym owners and bring those lessons back to you. And as always, tap that button and subscribe to this podcast for more.